Hello, and welcome to the On Air with Mr. Griffiths podcast, from mind-blowing interviews to untold stories. What's up, guys? I hope you enjoyed today's video. My special guest today is a dynamic duo, TikTokers, influencers, YouTubers, mudslingers, and hellraisers, Bryce and Paige, better known as Whiskey Biz and Boss Whiskey Biz. Bryce today talks to us behind the scenes on what goes through his head with all these crazy stunts and funny videos. Paige talks to us today about the truth on how to balance the home life, professional life, business life, and being an influencer. Guys, and always, I appreciate all the love and all the support. So guys, I just wanna say from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you taking the time, clearing your schedule. I know you guys are super busy, and it just came a snowstorm where you guys are at. So let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, hey, you know, I'll talk, girl. I know. Uh, I'll just interrupt him. It's so fine. so my name's Bryce. Uh, this is my wife, Paige. I'm, I'm Whiskey Biz, Boss Whiskey Biz. We do all kinds of stuff, man, uh, from pranking each other, which we don't do your, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to call anybody out, but we don't do any of your, your, your fake, uh, you know, fugazi stuff. Like our stuff is for real. What um, is fugazi? Oh, you know, a little, 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 little added, little, you know, little movie magic going on there, you know. Oh um, yeah. But, but uh, I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. This episode is sponsored by Flex Pro Meals. Easy, delicious, and shipped right to your doorstep. If you don't believe me, click the link in my description. And when you check out, use promo code Mr. Griffiths to save you some money. And as always, I appreciate all the love and all the support. There's, there's on occasion, she knows I'm up to something. Or on occasion, I know she's up to something, you know, because we live together. We know each other really well. Uh, we kind of know when something's up. But we do, you know, prank type of stuff. And then um, I like to make just really kind of outlandish, weird things Uh just built the, how tall is that Stanley Cup? Nine feet tall. Um, I made, uh, I've done all kinds of ridiculous things. I made a set of tires out of Crocs. I mean, we do the most ridiculous things that I could possibly think of. I try to bring them to life. So, uh, yeah, I'm a, we're a parents too. We got a little monster. She's seven years old. That's our, that's our whole world. And um, we run a business together. So we do all of our own merch right here in house. We're in the merch warehouse right now um yeah else? it still seems to get along almost every day <laughs> yeah i don't want to kill her every day just mo yeah. most of the days but not every day Paige, tell me talk to me about the behind the scenes on what it's like to to live with bryce you know we see it from the lens of a camera on building the world's probably biggest stanley cup all these extreme things that he does from your point of view like what what's that like day to day it's well, it be exciting <laughs> i mean sometimes it's just you're just numb with it anymore it's just like okay cool but how are you gonna do this again like great yeah. idea but it's always like bro how are you gonna actually do this and um at times I get really really mad <laughs> <laughs> I do and I'm like I'm exhausted by his brain sometimes um but I don't know it's fun and really he can't say no to me anymore either when I have a wild ass idea it's like I want to do this to the house or I want to put this in the house and he's like well, you can't really say anything because you've had porta potties and razors and everything else in my house. So <laughs> why can't I do this? <laughs> it's super cool. And that's what I love about the content. I can tell from a viewer standpoint, you know, like uh, the stuff that you guys do isn't staged. I can see the emotions. I can see the frustration. I can see the creativity. So it's just mind blowing to be able to really get down and just sit to, and talk with you guys behind the scenes. What a lot of people don't. And I, that's what I wanted to relay is like your content 
that's what keeps me so intrigued. And I want to see the next video, you know, like the, <laughs> the Stanley cup video. I was like, this dude is literally building a, a Stanley cup that stands at <laughs> feet tall. Dude, that's wild. So talk, talk to me about, you know, some of the stuff that I see on your profile and one, can I just say at the moment, I think y'all are doing too much. <laughs> where, we where, are. That's yeah. the problem. We're, we're exhausted, bro. Coming up as as influencers with that, you know, it's a whole nother ball game. I think you guys are re relating to so many people just from what you guys are doing right now with with your brand and y'all are too much dog water. All the stuff that you, Bryce, all the stuff that you're doing, I see it in my nephew as well. I'm like, dude, this dude is literally recreating my life when I go back home. Like, how how did that start? So. Uh, a lot of people don't know. Um, some of the OG followers been around for a long time, but uh, it's coming up on almost three years ago now when we did the first teenager video. Mm -hmm. um, and there is a friend of mine, a good friend of mine's son. His name's Cash. And, um, you know, it's spelled just like you would imagine. Has a, has an extra C in the middle of it for no freaking reason. Uh, but, yes, C-A-S-C-H. He's a great kid, right? Um, what? I feel like I'm sinking like a little kid at well, the you chair. Well, you are little. Um <laughs> But uh, so anyways, we uh, I don't like to fly on airplanes. OK, I'll give you the whole story as quickly as I can. But I don't like to fly on airplanes. So Cash and myself, uh, we were going on a family vacation. Uh, they were going with us, uh, Cash and his family and stuff. Uh, Cash and I drove down to Florida and these guys flew uh, flew in. The rest of the family flew in. So when we, we got down there a day early and I said, hey, bro, you want to go to Sky Zone? He's like, what's that? And I was like, you never been to Sky Zone before? So I take him to Sky's on a trampoline place. We're hanging out. You know, we're being like, uh, I don't know, we're boys. You know, he's, uh, I mean, he's 12 or 13 probably at the time. But I see all, he's saying all this bruh crap. And, you know, they didn't have quite all the terms out yet. Uh, but bruh was out and some of the other stuff. And I was like, dude, you got to, you know, he's always, I taught him how to do a backflip that day uh, on trampoline. And he's he was, so every time when a girl would walk by, he'd try and do it, you know. And I'm like, bro, like, chill. Like, all right. I got to I got to make fun of this. Film me. And he's like, what? I'm like, just film me. So I walk. I do his stupid little walk. I go in Sky Zone. I, I do the I do the first teenager video. Um, that's when I talk about the IC, everything. Well, it did good back then, um, but I never really did anything else with it. Well, she was like, um, we hung out with him again and did something. I don't remember what we did, but uh, she was like, you know, you should do something about cash again. That was funny when you did it the first time. You should do it again. And I was like, all right. Well, when I did it the second time, it really took off. The first time, it probably did a million or so. But whenever I did it this last time, um, you know, it really kind of took off. I think the, the first video back did like 10 million. Uh, you know, they've kind of been flirting around that six to eight, nine, 10 million. I think that it's a different like aspect is it, is it puts the parent in it as well. So it hits both. So it's like yeah. the annoying parent and like, well, not really the annoying parent, like the like real life parent. it's annoying to the kid parent <laughs> you know so yeah i feel like that hits home with a lot of people oh yeah. absolutely every time i see that one of the videos i'm like that that's spot on and let's go back to it you mentioned two things that that cracks me up one his name with an extra c in it i can relate to that so much my both my daughters have two extra letters for whatever reason i agreed with it and i love the names however i think that's a generational thing now where i'm so glad i'm not a school teacher because when I'm having to read these names off, I'm gonna, mm -hmm. have to, uh, I'm gonna have to be Horrible. like, what, what is this? Yeah, yeah. Horrible. Yeah. One of my daughters has two L's at the end. One has two E's. She still has two N's in her name as well. 
Renly, and it's spelled R-Y-N-N-L-E-E. And, I mean, given – you can kind of, like, sound it out, but I'm just like, man. I, and now I'm looking around at, like, all my friends, and they have kids, and everybody's putting extra letters in these these kids' names. Yeah. And then, two, you said OG. Talking to my nephew, he doesn't know from my generation, OG stands for original gangster. His OG is a different concept now, you know? So it's just so funny about What that. is the concept of OG now? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. He's like, when I told him, I was like, oh, uh, all this is like OG stuff. And, he's, and he was just like, wait, I don't think that makes sense what you're talking about. And I was just like, oh, yeah, that dude's like an original gangster. He's like the one that created it. He's like, oh, no, that's that's not it. But he never get that. That's my homework now, Paige. I'm going to have to go and ask him. In your generation, what does <laughs> OG stand for? Because I, I still don't know. But I know when I, I said original gangster, it was like he had, as yeah. soon, it was like, nope, that's that's not it. Yeah, yeah. And so right you on. are from Missouri as well, correct? Yeah, dude. Uh, middle of, I always say middle of nowhere, Missouri, but um, a little town outside of Hannibal, Missouri. Um, and we only got a couple hundred people in our town. Uh, you know, not much going on. So that, but that, to be honest with you, I traveled for 15 years as a millwright all over the world and uh, didn't spend a lot of time at home. So, when I got to come home and do nothing, that's that was my happiest. So right. now that I'm doing this stuff full time, I absolutely love it. Uh, like we we see each other and our kid every day. For the most part, we we may not see anybody for a little while. And we like it like that. Um, yeah. Especially when we go to these events, you know, and it's kind of overwhelming at times. It's nice to get you know to get back to back home and have really just be to ourselves, you know. So I like it. We live on ten acres. Um, you know, we got family, like a family farm that we're on. It's nice. We like it. So, and, and, you know, I relate to that as well, because we now, like I, before we started, I mentioned, we, we moved from Kentucky. My wife and I both are originally from Kentucky. We, we've been together ever since middle school. We got married after college. And the first move we done was to Hawaii. We had a two month old. And after that, we went to Tennessee, went to Missouri came back on the Kentucky side, went to Missouri again, and now we're landed here in Colorado. We've been here since 2022, but that, that's Argo. That's where we feel at home, and that's what we love, the small-town country vibe. We both graduated with maybe 100 students in our high school, and we just now bought we just now bought a property back in Kentucky, and that's what we want to do. You know, like I love doing social media. It gives me a opportunity to be at home with the kids when they're not in school, but I'm still active duty and doing Army life as well, you know. So it's kind of like that balance. How do you guys balance that between? <laughs> I, I know, Paige, I want to hear it from your point, especially being being the mom. How hard is it? Because I think a lot of influencers and YouTubers, TikTokers or whatever, don't see how much work you guys actually put in. And me being a creator myself, I see, I'm like, dude, these people are absolutely grinding every day. I mean, I, I watch your all's live. You guys are packaging orders. You're doing the content. You're going to events. Your all's schedule has to be crazy. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. It is it is really tiresome um to try to balance running your own business. Um yeah. and it's just us that work here. And then yeah, you know, trying to be there for your kid and still trying to show up for people and not when you've worked, you know, 80 hours a week and then going to an event and still trying to put on a smile. It's very, very hard. And then trying to film, dude. Like you're trying to come home at like nine o'clock and still film. You best not even ask me anymore because I can't do it. <laughs> and, 
and, and you know that that's honest you know and i and I, that's what i like is because a lot of people think like oh it's easy just to be a tiktoker it's easy to to have your own merch line it's easy to be a youtuber what they don't realize is like a lot of times people quit their and and I say that in a sense as a lot of people think, oh, you can't make a living off of social media. You guys are living proof that this is a more probably than a full time job. You know, a lot of people think it's easy to make a 30 second clip. It's easy to put something on a T-shirt. And a lot of times people quit their actual job and put more work into their side hustle and their full time business than they ever did work. And a lot of people are like, man, I wish I kind of just had a nine to five back where I can punch that time clock and be over. But I mean, it has its pros and cons too, as you guys mentioned. What I like, so whenever people approach me, like in, a lot of times people won't, won't you know, they, they comment that type of stuff, but it's rare that they'll, that in, in person that they'll say something, you know, along those lines of like, must be nice during that type of stuff or whatever. But what I, my, my response to it every time, most of the time is, Hey, hy hypothetically, here you go. But if I, if this thing is, is, as amazing as you think it is you're now in the driver's seat you're now me i can tell you this in order for me to pay my bills every month i need about three million views per week now i don't care what platform you do it on i don't care i don't care what how you do what you do whatever but you're in the driver's seat you tell me what are you going to do right and you get that just look back at you like i don't know and i'm like yeah but it's so easy though like you should you just you literally just said how easy it is now listen I'm not out in the elements like I used to be. I used to be hundreds of feet in the air, hanging off of a lift, welding, you know, risking my life every single day. Every single day I was risking my life. And uh, so I'm not doing that anymore. So as far as easy, easy goes, I will, you'll never, ever hear me complain. No matter if I work 20, if I work 40 hours straight with no sleep, doing this, packing merch or whatever, filming, you're never going to hear me complain ever. I swear I never have ever since I left my, uh, my, my normal job. But uh it's it's insanity for anybody to be like, oh, it's just that's he's that's easy. Well, if it was, then you would you would already be doing it. Everybody would be doing it. Everybody wants to do it until they get in that driver's seat and they go, oh, sh this is a lot of work. So you mean tell me I got to do go do this and I'd be up all night editing and then yeah. I got, you know, and uh, and it takes a long time to figure it out to where you can start to make money off of it. I found that out, too. A lot of brand deals come and you think that this is it and it's not like just lots of uh, it takes a, a lot of uh, it took a lot of learning to to be able to make money off of it. Even after the views came, it took a took a while to um, and I'm not talking like crazy money. I'm talking about enough to survive on to where it makes more sense to do this than my other job, you know. Right. Yeah. And I, I completely agree because sometimes, I mean, I went through that struggle period as well. It's like, oh, I can see the views, but. There's a lot of people that don't know how to monetize their channels or, or or make the money. And that's the learning curve for me, unless you've already been established with a management team or somebody with money to help you figure it out. I didn't have that. I'm, I mean, I was telling you guys before, I grew up dirt poor. So all this stuff that I do on social media is a, was a learning curve for me. I didn't have all the followers or the platform. And you, you probably deal with the, uh, something that we deal with as well. And this isn't me tooting our own horn or anything, but between the two of us, I think in our town, if you add everybody in, and I'm not, okay, so our tiny town with 200 people, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about uh, Bowling Green, Missouri, the next closest town with about 3,000 people in it. If you take all of 3,000 people and you put all their following together, they don't have as many as what we do. So right. nobody around us has a clue 
um, what it's like to live like us and what we're trying to accomplish and what our vision is. So every person we run into in our area thinks we're absolutely insane. You, you have two groups. They think, oh, what are you trying to do? You're trying to be, be, be a YouTuber? Oh, that's hilarious. You know, you're, that's never going to work. Stop. You get that. And then you get and then you get the polar opposite. Oh, we love your videos. Keep going. I love it that you're from our town, man. I love that shit. You're putting us on the map. And I'm, you know, so we get we get hot or cold, you know. That's 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 all we that's what we experience. So you probably we no, there's no no support, nobody else, nobody else to look at and be like, I want to do that, you know? Yeah, let let me tell you for me, being from a small town as well, I told you our I think. Let me give you a, how small ours is. When I was a senior in high school, we had our first fast food restaurant, which was McDonald's. And it was so big for our small town that they let the high school or senior class, which was my class, the band and the choir out of school to go and do the ribbing, cutting, and sing and play at that McDonald's when it was coming. So I understand the support. And it's not, and I still have people today from that small town that it doesn't matter what I post. They will not support. However, what I get from some people is when they need help or something, they know that I have a platform. Now they're my friend. They've yeah, been, oh, yeah. I've supported you for, I'm like, you guys don't know how this works. I I see who's liking the pages. I see who's following me. I see who's commenting. You guys don't understand that you've not been a supporter until you, you thought it was cool for other people to support. It took me so long to get, and I went back home and shot a documentary for my hometown. And I mean, it's like you said, hot and cold. Some people support, some people don't, but it's, it's cool to them to support now that they see strangers supporting. And I'm sure it's the same for you guys. Nobody wants to support and it's not cool until now you get millions of people that you don't know some supporting you. Now that small group of people that you guys know and been friends with or went to high school with now they want to support. Yeah. It's that small minded thinking. And I, I hate to be that way, but you can't change it. So, I mean, it is what it is and you learn to overcome it and those obstacles and, Honestly, it makes you a better person if you can if you can deal with it the right way. I, I agree, you know, and I, I had to take it with a grain of salt because before when I first started, you know, and everything was taking off and doing good, I was deep diving into the comments, all the negative stuff. How do you guys do that now? Was was there an ever a point in your life when when you started this was like, oh, this person is saying this now, for me as a father, you guys mentioned that you have a kid as well, but I try to do as much as I can when it comes to balancing that from a, a parent standpoint to a, an influencer standpoint, because there's just so many negative people on the internet and they, they can tear anything and take anything away from, from you guys. Have you seen it backlash and how do you deal with that negativity when it comes your way? So there's for about every thousand good comments, there's going to be that one. And yep. uh, that, that is negative. And there's there I've handled it. We've handled it multiple different ways. Sometimes we ignore it. Sometimes we put up, we blast them, whatever. At the end of the day, um, I know that I am not for everyone. I think about it like how horrible would it be if you go into the gas station, get grab your little snack, and all there is is original lays. That'd be horrible. Yeah. I I think I think I'm I'm happy that there's chips on the on the on the on the ta on the shelf that I don't like right. and uh I just I try to be that I try to I try to be I try to do what I want to do that's fun for me my wife entertains us makes our friends and family and stuff laugh um and that's totally okay if it's not for everybody and that's how I that's how I look at it um it's very rare that I'll that I will go and uh 
and, and say something, you know, or, co or comment back or chirp back, if you will. Um, the only time I really do that, to be honest with you, is if it's on, um, maybe if I have time that day and I'm just feeling it, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'll put them, I'll blast them. Or if like, it's, if it's on a friend's page and, uh, and I know that when whiskey biz comments on there, it's going to get, they're going to screenshot it and they're going to send it to their, their group chat, their boys, and they're going to talk about me, whatever. And, uh, I kind of can be like, oh yeah, this will light a little fire in that group. I'll go ahead and do it. Um, but at the end of the day, the way I look at it is. I truly know from the bottom of my heart, my whole goal with this thing is to have some fun. If I wanted to just like make money and not have fun, I would go work a normal job. My whole thing is with this is have fun. And if money comes with it, great. Uh, but that's, that's my, my mindset. Every time I'm in the comment section is like, Oh, I'm not for that guy. Okay. Keep going. You know, I don't care. Like 99% of the time. I don't really care. Occasionally, occasionally if they're like like super bad like comments like there, there's just there's terrible people in this world we all know that but I just anymore I just block them and delete the comments. He does a lot of blocking and deleting. It's just not worth my my mental stability. Like, yep. why even be pressed about somebody like that? Right, and and that's and that's my standpoint too. You know, I I see the comments. You know, a lot of slack that I get when I post stuff about mental health and suicide prevention and stuff like that, especially still being in the service. It's like, oh, he's just boohooing on social media and wanting to yeah. get. But then, you know, what I love about social media as well, I mean, one, I make so many connections. I mean, just like for you guys today, I, I had, I probably would have never met somebody uh, from social media that I just get to sit down and talk and have a conversation. And that's the the positivity that I want to bring is like, I get to meet people that are inspiring and, and funny throughout social media. I would have never been able to do that with without social media. But then again, to the people that, you get the backlash and stuff is like, you know, when you get the negative comments and you're pertaining to mental health, you know, it's to me deep down is like, you think that I, I, I enjoy seeing the comments and stuff like that. You have to get to the point where you don't deep dive into it and just ignore it and go on about your day. Because what I realized is no matter what content you post, whether it be making a Stanley cup, whether it be in the mud somewhere, you're not going to make everybody happy somebody's going to be upset no matter what. And it doesn't matter if you come from a small town. It doesn't matter if you're in New York city, some of your content that you post just isn't for everybody. And that's okay. And that's what I try to relay is like, Hey, you don't have to follow me. You don't, exactly. have, you don't have to like what I do. And you don't have to comment, like go on. We see right. shit all day. We don't like, and we uh, scroll on. <laughs> and, and most of the time, you know, it's the people that's commenting like that, that brings the negativity that don't have the platforms established or doing something in their own life. It's just people that, don't have nothing better to do. And I, and I realized that, but it took me a while to, to realize that because I was one of those people that was deep diving in those, in that negativity, like, dang. But then also what I love about social media and you guys probably can uh, relate to it as well is people get this persona that you're, you're something on social media, but when they see you in person, they, you have the same response. You're the same person that you are. And I can tell it just by sitting and talking to you guys today, you're no different from your social media platforms than just sitting here and being casual and talking to the same people. And that's what I love when people see me out and like, Oh, you don't seem like you're so unhappy or you're, you're like, you're uptight and you feel like you're something, or we think that you're something that you're not. You're just a normal human being sitting here talking and having a normal conversation and being able to act in your daily life. You know, talk to me about how much life has changed because I see it through the videos as well. You're all friends, friend group. I just seen you, uh, you was hanging out with Chase Matthews and you guys were doing a music video or something. Tell me how much that has changed. I'm just being able to 
leverage a platform and did you ever think like oh wow like what we're doing now we're in a music video you know well we just got done filming for a big network tv See, and, and i know you guys can't mention a lot of it but i knew it was behind the scenes like life has definitely changed and and i know it has for me that's the reason i asked that is because um i come from a small town i grew up dirt poor and now having the connections that i do it, it's I don't, I never want to boast. I always want to stay humble, you know, but it is life changing. It's cool just to get to sit and talk to people like yourself that come from a small town that has now made something of themselves, and we just get to sit back and relax. So how has that changed for you guys? I mean, dude, it's, it's weird because my, like I said, my goal with this is make these videos to bring these things to life. And I hope that somebody enjoys them. Um, I never thought it would go a net another step further and it would put us into this group of people that are like, we get hired now to come to events, yeah. you know, and they put in our contracts and stuff that come through. They, they say artist on them and they put us <laughs> with the artists. Like, you know, we've been, we've been uh, parked. Like when we come into the events, they pull the tape back and they put us in with the artists, you know, most of the time, not every time. Sometimes we just go for fun. And then, but when we get booked for gigs, I mean, it's literally like we're a, a band or something getting booked. Uh, we've been with, yeah, Jelly Roll, Chase Matthew, Kid G. We've, we've, we've been booked with all these huge people and got to meet them and hang out with them. And Bailey Zimmerman. It, Bailey Zimmerman. We just did one with him. Um, we, uh, we got a, a call this last summer from a friend that was like, Hey, if it's cool, um, me and Priscilla are going to, uh, she was coming to our lake house, this, this, uh, creator. Dems. Yeah. Dems, you know, her uh, TikTok. Okay. Yep. So Dems calls us one day and she said, you know, we become friends with her. Uh, Hey, uh, she, she had planned to come to our lake house, whatever. We had a little brand deal that we're, we're doing together and stuff. And she said, uh, is it cool? Priscilla comes with us. Yeah, that's cool. It's like, we're like, like famous people are just coming by the house. Like, bro. It's like, <laughs> what is this? What is this? So, but, you know, we never change. We're just still the same, you know? Yeah. That's the same that's, people like, you know? And yeah, we, we like no, no, nothing, no amount of anything's going to change us. Like this is who we are. It's got us here. It got us this far and it's why change it. You know, I mean, I couldn't change if I had to, you know, uh, la last night I literally, I was laying in bed and I, I was, I had an issue yesterday because I didn't create anything. Mm -hmm. I went and bought this. I went and bought this paint, these brushes. I, I worked a little on the house, but I was so disappointed in myself because I didn't make anything yesterday. Like it could not even something small. I didn't paint anything for anybody or, you know, I, so I was frustrated. Well, heaven forbid we don't make something yeah. for one day, but we work our ass off all day. I did. So we, we worked all day, What's but you know what I mean? Um, I, I kind of got off, I kind of got off a little bit on it there, but, uh, the, so it's changed, it's changed in ways that I never really imagined and didn't really plan to do. And don't, I don't, I don't, um, I don't do like this type of stuff. Or I don't do, um, make, make calls and DMS and stuff thinking that this is going to set this up. So that way I can receive something. That's not, that's not how I do things. What we do is we, we make the funniest, best stuff that we can, the, the best merch we can. We do everything the best that we can. And all this other stuff is just a side effect of it. We're not, yeah. I've never called uh, the the music video thing. Chase called me three. Uh, it was a couple of weeks before, and he's like, "Hey man, I'm coming through your town to do a show. Like, let's shoot a music video. Can you get a? He's like, "Can you get a, as many of your buddies together as you can?" I'm like, "Yeah, for sure. Just let you know, give me a date and time." Calls me back like an hour later. He's like, 
right, I talked I talk to uh, my manager. We can't, we can't have that many. We can just have like 10 or 12, you know, insurance stuff, but we're going to do it. I'm like, all right, bet. So I called 10 or 12 of my buddies and we did it. It wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, I called him, Hey man, can we do this? No, it just happens, you know? And it all came from staying true to who we are, doing what we like to do. Um, whatever opportunities come to try and to try and do them the best we can, you know, and, uh, it's changed our lives like in a crazy way. Um, that of course it's better, but like, um, I, I, I like, it's awesome to be able to do that, but we're not making it happen. We're not forcing it to happen or anything. It's just part of our lives, you know? And, and you know, I agree with that so much. And I think it's really, and I, I revert back to maybe being from a small town and, and from the South is I have so many connections now and people look from the outside looking in like, Oh, you could go to so-and-so's house. Oh, you could have so-and-so on the podcast. But it's like you said, it's nothing forced. Like this is who I am. This is yeah. who I've always been. And that's what I love about you guys. I can tell just from the conversation that you guys are true. You you revert back to the morals and characters that, that you guys have. And it's not you're trying to act like you're something that you're not. Like if somebody famous coming to your house, like nothing changes. You guys are who you are and you stand true to that. And that and that's what I love about the content and who you guys are just as in general is like you're real, you're real people. A lot of times I think, um, and you can probably uh talk about this as well, is like when you get a couple hundred thousand followers when you hit that million mark people think that there's something that they're not in in reality they're they're no different than who we are it's just a number game at that point i, I sit, tell people all the time hey i'm the same me i got a number next to my name that's the only difference that's just a number that's all it is it's yep. just a number my my mind still works the same i still have the same um i still have same good days bad days whatever uh we still have our good days bad days you know she she's right. some days She's got her thing going on, and I'd give her space. No different than, oh, well, wait a second. This number's here. You can't have, you don't have bad days anymore, right? Like, yeah. no, we still do. You know, it's nothing's changed other than the fact that, like, yes, I don't, I don't punch a normal time clock anymore. And I, and I make these videos and I, and we do the merch and stuff. But yeah, it's, uh, I think ain't that, shit changed, but my chains, you know? Yeah. But I think that's <laughs> one thing we have to talk about, like, because, um, I feel like filming for a uh, reality TV show is completely different. And so I feel like people are going to, they're going to have to see, like a lot of them will know prior to who we are, but like they're going to see us in a different light. Yeah, they are. And we don't know what that light is yet either. So it, we're all kind of like on the edge, like how are we going to be portrayed? And I think that's like our biggest fear. Because you never know what twists and turns like a corporation is going to do, you know, just to sell uh, the show, which I totally love the show. Don't get me wrong. But uh, that's that's I think that's uh, my biggest fear right now. Uh, and, you know, I I can see that as well, because you in, in, even when the, the show gets posted, people will either tear it up or bring it up, whatever the case may be. But just being like I said, just being able to sit down and talk with you guys, I can I can tell you guys are real and true people. So no matter what the outcome is of that show, I think you guys are going to be grounded. You're going to stay to the roots and you're going to continue going forth and conquer because it's just really truly who you guys are. And that's what I admire about not only you guys, but the content that you guys make. Um, and let's talk about one more thing before we end. Talk to me about the Razor videos with you. Two two videos I want to talk about. You're doing a complete 360 on like the hot wheel looking thing. Yeah, I don't know if it's that picture, but you made a, you, you took the razor and I watched the video 
and it went in a complete 360. What's the the concept going into that? Like, hey, I think I can do a complete 360 with with this razor. The the work went behind it. Um, Paige, your thoughts on it? On like the the scare factor? Like, is is he crazy right now for wanting to do this? So, do you want to go first? You want me to go? So he's talking about the flip? No, the loop. The loop. Is yeah, that the, the only video? The loop. Yeah. Oh. The loop. I absolutely and, hated the loop. So <laughs> the loop. And I seen where it was attached to the axles. Uh, the swing. The, the swing yeah. as well. Yeah. Talk about those two videos. All right. So you know, kind of like like uh, what I talked about a little bit earlier is I get these things in my head and I just can't really get them. I can't shake them. You know, it's it's. I'm not an adrenaline junk anymore. I used to be as a kid. I used to be. I used to go around. I'm not. I'm not kidding you. I I remember driving around as a kid looking for stuff like hills or terraces or whatever that I could jump with my four-wheeler. And uh, that's that's what I used to go around looking for it. Now I don't. I just, I these things come into my head and uh, I have to I, I have to build them. I have to try them, you know, or I can't sleep at night. And um, so with the, with the loop in particular, I there was some leftover material from a job site. And it was the four pieces that were rounded. Um, I used to do a lot of welding and fabrication and stuff on site of different manufacturing facilities. And this this was left over from a shutdown. And I wanted it. Um, I thought original my original plan was I wanted to go like leave them all laid like like arches. And I wanted to try and jump them, you know, like motocross style, like jump them like that. And I go and I was looking at them I'm like, I wonder if I put them all together if I could drive in them like a hamster wheel is what I wanted to do. Uh, I actually wanted to drive it and it would move, you know? And I was like, oh shit, but what happens? Like, it's not going to stop, right? Like it's not, um, I thought, okay, I drive it in a hamster wheel. And then after that, I'm going to, I'm going to fix it solid and then I'll loop it like I wanted to do. Well, the problem was in order, if I was going to make it move like a wheel and I was going to be on the inside of it, it was going to have to take so much more reinforcements and it was going to lose the look that I wanted. I wanted just a ring to be going. So a lot of it for me is a visual thing. Like if it doesn't have the visual, then it, then I, it doesn't make sense. We got to figure it out a different way. So we scratched the, you know, it driving on the ground. To when the, he says we, he means him. <laughs> yeah. Me and yeah. Me it, and his, bre his it's brain. It's basically me. Yeah. So I scratched that idea <laughs> and I said, look, I'm going to fix it. So we fixed it, um, built, built the rig. And uh, then I got, as I'm building it, I'm like, okay. Built it himself completely. Yeah, I built the Is whole- that crazy? I built the whole thing by myself. Uh, I, I welded it, I stood it up together, you know, stood it up. Um, after I got it up, welded all the gussets in. Um, and then I went ahead and put some cars on the on the legs of it just to help hold it down, because it's very, very heavy. Um, each piece weighed, like each piece of the, of the, uh, of the circle weighed like 5,000 pounds. So it's very heavy. Um, so then as I'm almost done, I'm looking at it and I was like, holy shit, this thing's really tall. I'm going to have to have something really fast and really light. So then I went and I bought an RS one, which is a single seater players razor basically, but a single seater, but I had to, so I had to get one that had a turbo drivetrain in it because I needed it to be way faster because the, the, the RS one only comes with a 1000 engine, um, and I needed it to be at least a turbo, like I need double horsepower. So I got an RS1 that already had the swap done to it. And then I had my engine builder do some clutching and tuning to it. And then I had my cage guy 
reinforced the cage, tie it all in. I made it as safe as I possibly could. And then um, we pretty much went for it. And there's no, there's no math. There's no science. There's no nothing like that involved. It's a hundred percent. I just wing it. Yeah. And uh, when it came down to it, uh, I had, there was really like nobody, we never really to told anybody about it. We never showed anybody, but it's pretty hard to miss because it's, it's in my backyard, you know? So a lot of people were asking, it was going around, around the town and yeah. um, some of the local people were they like, they didn't know what it was though. That was the thing. Like nobody knew what it actually they, was. They had an idea. Right, right. But they didn't know. But what they the didn't. Hell he they thought doing. I would. There's no way I was actually going to do that. And so, in a small, you know, talk gets around. Everybody's probably wondering at this point, like, what is he doing now? Yep, yep. So, um, we we did it. Uh, I I did tell a couple of my sponsors that were doing it. Um, my um Thumper Fab, they actually built me a custom built um welding rig. If you saw that, the six by six welding rig. The reason. The main reason that was created was for this video so I could weld on it and do all that. Um, and we, yeah, so we went for it. We did it. It was it was a pretty big hit on online. It was kind of surprising it didn't do the numbers I was really hoping it was going to do. Um, I think that the video, though, like just alone, when you watch anything like super crazy like that, it, if you're not in the moment like there, you don't understand how stupid that really was that he did that and that i was just hoping i di i didn't you know like you just didn't know you didn't uh, know yeah yeah because they they that is that's that's very true everybody sees online the 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 happy end result yeah it's hard for them to to be in the moment the behind the scenes like oh wow this is what it's really taken, and this yeah. is the danger that goes into it. Like you said, people see that 30-second success. Paige is watching behind the scenes like, oh, my goodness. Like, yep. this, this could end very badly. Yep. 100% all the and time. A lot of people A lot of people actually um, – there's there's tens of thousands of comments on, on Instagram specifically that think it's fake still to this day. They think it's fake, and uh, it's not 100% real. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean i i could tell it and Paige, like i just want to say props to you one i'm just watching the video like one i used to be an adrenaline junkie as well but now that i've got older and not so much my wife behind the scenes with some of the stuff that i used to do like is biting her fingernails biting her lip like not not comfortable with with what i'm doing and i'm sure it's the same thing with 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 rice it's like oh my gosh like this dude is literally about to do a complete 360 with a piece of equipment, and he's built it by himself. Normally, the stuff that you do, man, is, is I just want to hit on two before we uh, leave out, but is is wild. You're what we call it from Kentucky is a jack of all trades. You literally can do almost anything. Like you, you, you build the stuff, you <laughs> test the stuff. You know, I I take Travis Pastrana for example when he's doing all these crazy stunts, um, and it and it sparked a, a fire for me. You know, growing up, I I looked up to dudes like that, Tony Hawk, Travis Pastrana, and that's why I bought the twelve acre farmland back in kentucky is we have a motocross track that's being built right now and then we're going to open it up to the community where we it's going to be a bmx and skate park where we open it up and let kids come back and have something fun to do in a small town but when you see his team it's actual engineers it's designers it's people that's doing the calculations the angles you are literally the mastermind behind the operation and the the test dummy if you will too so it, yep. it's just it's just crazy 
And and I it, it's inspiring because like it's you're a normal dude like it we we revert back to that just is has the ability to work with his hands to think of this stuff just the imagination is crazy and then you have Paige on the back behind the scenes although it's it's careful and fearful it's still supporting so it's just inspiring right and you better hope that you don't and you better get the shot because I swear to God if you yeah. drop the phone or something you might as well dig your own grave she's okay so that's that is and. Yeah, every bit of every bit of even that part of it she's talking about, like you know, you I, you know what it is you're in this line of work, but people want to go, you know, and not and not get it get the shot, you know, and so so that's very important too. That day we had like ten ten iPhones running, um, at all different angles and stuff, and some people had them in their hands. It but, don't matter though, like. But yeah, that that that's one thing I really pride myself on. Like I may not have the biggest and coolest and wildest and craziest stuff but I try to push my imagination and my skills to the limit, you know, like I'm right at the edge, like, like even this loop thing or the swing thing or whatever, like I, I look at it and I go, that is right at the edge to where it's like, if this goes wrong, I'll probably make it, but <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? But it's going to be close. You know, that's where I try to, I try to ride that edge right there. And um, you're right. Like as far as the, um, the, the little doing a little bit of everything, a lot of people could get in there and strap in and be crazy enough to do it, but they don't have that skill set or the will or the or the knowledge to be able to build the contraption. And that's kind of where I like that I pride myself. And I'm glad you noticed it was because I like to do. Yeah, we got a little lint flying right like here. But, lint, like weird. <laughs> but I like to I like I pride myself on being able to do a little bit of it all and bring it from idea to dry erase board. Um to like the swing, I never drew anything, sketched anything, no plans, no nothing, 100% just out of my head. You know, just every angle, every everything was, there's no, I used a measure or like a tape measure to like to measure the pieces to make them all the same, but there was no, okay, this one needs to be this long, this one needs to be that long. No, I just looked at it and I'm like, that looks about right, cut it and let's go. So that, that to find that I think is like almost like next to none to be able to find that uh, somebody that will be on that level. Travis, you're perfect. Like, dude, that dude's such an inspiration to, I think, all of us. And I, something because you brought him up, I, I don't want anybody to ever watch my stuff and like think that I'm trying to copy anybody or anything. I'm inspired by these people. Like, right. and I, and I want somebody when they see my shit, I want to inspire somebody. Maybe not to do something crazy, but to do something crazy in their world. Uh, that's what I want from my videos. I want them to see it. Yeah, it's a normal dude, barely graduated high school. No, quit saying that. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm, I'm no freaking genius here. But well, obviously, in some sort of way, you just didn't apply yourself back then. But you see what I'm saying? I want them to see that and be like, so I can do that if I work hard enough at it. And and that's another thing, too. I'm just too dumb to quit. Like, that's right. really what it comes down to. I built my own hydro steering on my on my side by side. So many people, so many people. Oh, that's not going to work. It's not going to work. Guys, what you don't understand is I don't care if it works or not, yeah. because I will cut it right apart again and start over. I don't like. Yeah, I I get what you're saying. It's not going to work. But guess what? I got to find that out for myself. Mm -hmm. I'm going to weld it and cut it. And guess what? I'm going to go drive it. If I don't like it, I'll chop the fucker apart and I'll do it again and again and again. That's the difference. Like I won't stop. I will get there. And uh, some other people are like, Oh, it's not going to work. And into the, no. Okay. So now what? That means we start again. You know, that's, that's, that's what I want to inspire people. It's just, just don't give up. Don't give up. Going. Keep pushing for what you want to do, regardless of what it is. And we appreciate you, like in your service and everything that you do. Yeah, bro, like, for, real. for real, it's huge. I, I appreciate that, and and I love that you said that because I was going to end it, 
there, but I want to talk about one more thing, you know, from your all's content or from yours in particular is I never see like you were talking about the copying. And that that's what I try to do with my platform as well is the most motivational, inspirational stuff, you know, like I love when people take my content, my content and they visualize it and then recreate it. Now, does it upset me if somebody's screen recording and then <laughs> taking my videos? Absolutely. That's not what I'm talking about, but I'm talking about yeah. exactly what you said is like, you can do that and inspire so many people to to say, hey, this dude done it. He's an average person and he's doing this. And and I think you you hit it right on the head is like, you're inspired by people like Travis Pastrano. People are inspired by you guys on what you're doing. So I think yep. just hearing it from your from your side, the viewers are going to love it. It's like, hey, you encourage people to do certain stuff. You encourage them to go out and create your own whatever and inspire them through your content. And that did you see? Did you see where I engraved on the doors? Recently? Yeah, talk, okay. talk about that one because I, okay, so I, I seen it when you you went and I, honestly, I thought it was like a a wrap or something. I didn't know. Yeah. It was engraved until i seen it kind of zoomed in yeah so that's so i'll tell you the process but on that thought that you the, that topic we were just on i had a guy come up to me at the at the show and he said you know everybody's going to show up next year with their doors engraved and i said they better yeah and he's like he's like what i said they better show up next year with everybody's doors engraved and and he's like well they'll be you, you want them to copy you i said well because my doors are going to be engraved next year and I'm going to have something else. They're always going to like my goal with this shit is to inspire people, to influence people in a positive way, to bring out the best in them. So they better come with engraved doors because if they don't, I'm going to be two steps ahead of them, yeah. you know? So, yeah. so that, so yeah, the, um, we're big into, um, we're, we do a little bit of the rap stuff. It's not that I don't like the rap stuff, but I feel like the rap stuff's kind of the easier way. Mm -hmm. And I'm not really a big fan of that. I'm, I am, uh, I'm an enthusiast through like deep down, man. I am a, I'm a fabricator. I like to, 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 to build and create and do new things, always pushing the limits. And, uh, there's a guy on Instagram, his name's Hank and he engraves on like trucks and stuff and wheels. You probably saw him. He's the, the only person I've ever seen do it. He's the only person I ever saw do it besides whenever I, I started doing it. But, uh, his right on his Instagram, it says my books are closed. You know, he's not, not taking anything and i'm like okay well i can't get him to do anything for me what do I, you know what do i do so i just started watching his videos and uh learning and uh watch some stuff online uh, on youtube and i kind of just started buying tools and different tips and whatever and playing with it and playing with it till i got to the point where i'm like let's let's give it a shot and uh i think that's with everything with us like i i don't feel like if we want it, we got to go get it. And we're not going to, nobody's going to teach us how to do it. They never do the, I mean, in, with anything that even I do, like nobody teaches me how to do it. Mm -hmm. I have to figure it out. I have to teach myself and go learn. Like, and so many times people will ask like, well, can you help us with this? Can you help us with this? Like, I can't though. Like, because then it's not, yep. it's not original. Like because, I can't. Yeah. Well, I've worked with people on their videos and I've and, given them, I've given them a step by step by step, how to do it and how to put it together. And that video will be a banger. And then the very next one, they turn right back around, they go right back to where they were. And it's like the reason that it is the reason you have to be in the trenches, you have to figure out yourself is for that reason, because she can show you where to get your blanks and how to set up this, your screens, set, set up all this shit. She can show you that. But the second that you go to do it on your own, you're going to say, mm, I don't, probably don't need to do it that way and just do your thing. And then it sucks. And then you're like, what, you know, and uh, so there it, you there's something to be said about you know figuring it out on your own you know 
and, and I'll go back to that. That's what I love about you guys. Like I'll, I'll, I'll touch on what you both just now said, like you in, are inspiring and encouraging people to do that exciting thing or ne that next big, big thing. You're not taking the ownership of like, Oh, I created that. Nobody else can do it. Could you imagine living in the world? If somebody like from my point of view, like, Oh, so-and-so is more motivational and inspirational than you are. You can't do it. I, I would be like, man, why can't I do it as well? Just because somebody is at the next level than, than I am doesn't mean that yeah. I can do it. And that's what you just now said is like, Hey, that's what I expect. I, I came, something is cool for me and I uh, blew it, blew the doors off of it. I expect everybody to do it now. Like that is something that you encourage. And it, it's humbling to know that there's people like you that, that encourage other creators to do that because a lot of times creators don't do that, you know? And then going off of what Paige said is, is like you literally have no quit in you. And it's kind of reverting back to what Bryce said as well. You can tell somebody how to do something. You can help them out. But essentially, you had to do it, Paige, yourself and figure it out. And you had no quit in you. And that's kind of probably what got you guys to where you're at. You have the same mindset. It's like you were saying earlier, Bryce, is like, hey, if this hydraulic thing doesn't work, you guys don't know. I'm going to cut it off. And I'm going to do it again. Paige is going to do it again, again, and again. And then we eventually figured it out. So – I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate both of you guys clearing your schedules, coming on here and just kicking it and letting the world know that honestly, like throughout the content and everything, you're still normal human beings. You you're grounded, you're humble, your morals and characters are like no other. And if there's anything you could provide for the listeners right now uh, to encourage them as a creator coming from a small town to be adaptive and overcome certain situations, what would that be? Mm. Well, stay true to yourself, A, and B, just be nice. Be a nice person, period. I think if you're, yeah, yeah. you got to be nice. I'll, I'll, I'll add to that by saying if um, everything that I make or you make or do or whatever, if you do it the best that you can and you bring the best you every time, there, competition does not exist. It, there, I don't believe competition is, is for, um you know sports and you know and, and shit like that in life there is no competition if you bring the best you that you can every single time the rest doesn't matter because i show up with the best that i can do and that's that's all that matters if i show up and get my ass handed to me that's okay i'm gonna look at what that dude's doing and say i need to step it up and and that's all there is to it you do not have to have the best the prettiest whatever the hell you just have to have the best you yep. and uh you keep that mindset it, it will blow your mind how far it'll take you because it got me here, got us here because I don't look at it. I don't listen. I don't look at somebody and say, Oh, there's not enough room in the side-by-side -side game for, uh, for another content creator or another, uh, there's, there's not enough room in the comedy space for another comedy guy. No, fuck that. I'm going to bring the best jokes I can. I'm going to bring the best stunts I can, whatever the hell I, it is. And, uh, you just keep doing that no matter what it is you do, bring you the best you every single time. And you'll be, Come talk to me in a year to see where you're at. It'll be, you'll be in a better spot. Well, guys, if you're listening right now, I appreciate you tuning in. You heard it from uh, them, themselves, uh, Whiskey Biz and Boss Whiskey Biz. Be kind and be you, and you will go forth and conquer. Guys, I appreciate you tuning in next week. Guys, that concludes this episode. If you're new here, just remember, every Thursday at 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, you can listen to a new episode on any streaming platform, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. And if you don't want to just listen, then wait until the following day that launches on my YouTube channel at 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, where you can see me interact with the people that I bring on to On Air with Mr. Griffiths.